<laughs> you forget it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self Achievement Network. My name is Dominic, and I am here with our next <laughs> person Hello, behind everyone, the passion. Oh, the Lord. <laughs> Got to put my phone on mute. And I'm here with uh, Angela B. Sprague. Got to have B in there. And very important. Actually, you forgot that Ms. 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 Excuse me, Ms. Yes. Ms. Angela B. Yes, Ms. Angela B. Sprague. And there is a reason behind it, but you have to read my story in the book that's coming shortly. So. <laughs> All right. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. It really is a pleasure for me to be here once again. And uh, I just want to say one quick thing, and that is congratulations to you, Angela, for being nominated. What would you like to say to the person who nominated you? I just love Durga. She is so wonderful. And I am so, so grateful for the opportunity. She is such a kind and generous person. And I am honored, humbled, and just totally, you know, grateful for the opportunity. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting. I have been nominated before also. Okay. And I was the one that came up with the whole idea. And I'm thinking, wow, well, how would it be a great thing for people to be nominated for this? And and I, I'll go into a little bit of, of why. But I know that feeling is really kind of cool, isn't it? It is. You have such a great network. And I'm thinking, what is this guy? <laughs> I know. It's a little bit insane, but the, I tell you very quickly, for those of you who are watching and or will be listening via the uh, audio podcast that will get converted later. Um, yeah, I was um, strolling down the street one day and then I decided to create the Self-Achievement Network and I thought, you know, I don't do really like doing this staring into the camera thing and talking and try to teach people stuff that they already know. So I started interviewing people. And I thought, what could I call this thing? You know, the, the the purpose behind this show, the person behind the passion, if you call it a show, the nomination, is to give people an opportunity to just like be authentic, be real, talk about their passion, how it all happened, tell the story behind it, and uh, and then talk about, you know, if you, you just mentioned you have a book coming up, that's great, but we're not here like to to, to advertise or market all that stuff. It's really just about who are you? Right, you're a human being. You grew up wherever you grew up. Let's find out. Let's let's hear you tell that story. Um, so, nominated by Durga. Durga is one of our Chandler, Arizona. How do you know yeah. Durga? Yes. How do uh, you know her? How do I know her? We met through writing. We uh, we uh, happened to meet in a writing circle, and. I just, I started, no, that was just before I actually met her. I started seeing her Facebook lives and all you would see is this just perfect still figure. And she had this immense uh, like grace about her. You know, like sometimes you can watch people on the telly or Facebook and they have a presence about them. So, and I was intrigued by her and, and one of my uh, publishers is associated with her on Facebook. So I thought, oh, let me check her out. And uh, she's, you know, doing the yoga uh, techniques and breathing techniques. And I thought, you know, that is somebody I, I spotted the authenticity 
in her. And that normally what grabs me because there's so many people doing the same thing and saying the same thing. And she was so authentic, so real, and she knew what she was talking about. So I started listening to her live <laughs> and she was doing this meditation. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Durga. <laughs> She, <laughs> she's got that voice, you know. She's like she should, uh, she should be, she'd be a perfect nanny. <laughs> she's got that voice. It's just sort of, it's like somebody singing your lullaby, and you just want to drift off. She's got a beautiful voice. So that's how we connected, and uh, oh, great. various activities, and we connected a bit more, and uh, awesome. so we're not collaborating for that reason. So that's that's yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, that's terrific. Wow. Yeah, she I had so much fun interviewing her. And you know, it's it's a pay it forward thing that that, you know, in the beginning of what I was doing here is I'm, I'm like looking for people and like nominating them. And I thought, yeah, well, that's crazy. Let the people, you know, do their own nominations. And it really started to take off. And it's yeah. like 200 interviews now. And it's just such a joy because I mean, you and I just met literally 10 minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> right. And I can already tell. Um, sweetheart, you have, you know, lots to share. So your passion is about supporting women or empowering women and girls. And you say through writing, speaking and networking. And this is again, so writing. So obviously, yeah, that, that it's an interest that you have for a passion. That's how you met Durga. And you're located in the, you know, on the other side of the pond. I'm in Chicago and you are in England. In the big UK, or the little UK, I should say, the little tiny island that took over the world with their words, with their Absolutely. language. Absolutely. <laughs> we are that good. <laughs> That's a criminal. not at all arrogant. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But so, oh, did, you, so you, did you grow up there? Uh, yes, I was born, uh, and I have traveled. Uh, but I have uh, stayed in this country for a very, very long time. I had a very disruptive childhood. So uh, I did also escape, uh, try to escape my horrid of a stepmother. So that led me to travel to my father's country, India. Mm -hmm. And I stayed there for a couple of years and uh, I wanted to explore what India's like and wanted to actually learn the languages. So I schooled there for a couple of years. <laughs> wow! All just to get away from a horrid woman. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So well, you you grew up there in the heart of England. Yes. Close to outside of London. Oh, I forgot now. Manchester. Uh, no, uh, I'm in I'm in Worcester Park. Worcester Park is in Surrey, which is the southeast of England. So, so it's down to the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like close to the Isle of Wight. Uh, in that direction, yes. Okay. And it's uh, uh, I've been there many a times. Love that place, and um, it is it, it's about uh, you know 30, 40, uh, 30 minute journey into uh, into London. So uh, half an hour in the train. So okay. we just on the outskirts of uh, London city in the okay. south. So that's yeah. not too far. I mean, so you're a suburbanite of London. Yeah, yeah. The southern. You're a you're a, you're a south side girl. Uh, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> Well, I'm a Southside boy in Chicago, deep Southside. I, I oh, say. Right. Yeah. So, um, well, that's great. So then, um, so then, how did you become interested in this whole empowerment thing? I know I looked at your your 
profile. I snooped around and um, a lot of things going on, girl. And so now you're like focused on empowering women and, and girls. That's one so of them. That, yeah. Tell us a little bit about, about that. How did you become interested in, in that? I always wanted to be part of that. Um, I, my, it's almost, uh, if I'll just uh, generalize or summarize, um, I think I was only, I didn't have a lot of girlfriends who were independent uh, as I, who were strong-willed as I, and who lived a life without influence. I wasn't influenced in any way during my childhood. I wasn't uh, persuaded to think in a certain way. So I very much did whatever I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And that's how I knew life. But uh, the more I learned about my friends and the people, the girls in my circle and how restricted they lived, and I felt, you know, almost obligated to, uh, to do something, not out of guilt, like I have got something that they haven't. It mm -hmm. is, I know how precious freedom it is to me because uh, my stepmother tried to control that. And I have, uh, and I had uh, a relationship where a uh, totally independent and strong woman uh, mm -hmm. became victim of domestic abuse. And I just thought, how can that happen to me? So um, it, it's almost like um, passion from within and passion through experience. It just erupted itself. But I want, I, I was passionate about going that way. And I've seen so many women. Um, cannot move forward and cannot live the life I have lived and living because of the restrictions they have. So mm -hmm. uh, that's, that is the main thing behind it. Yeah. Wow. You know, and I, I understand what you said that you didn't have restrictions as a, you know, from your parents. And I think that that's one of the things that I really appreciate about my folks too. They, they didn't really push any type of, you know, for better word, you know, dogma or, belief systems or anything like that on me. And I really, I think, you know, looking back and, and seeing where I'm at today and, the, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm like this, you know, whatever uh, enlightened human being, although I, I do know that I, when I look around, I see a lot of people that have really strong um, beliefs and sometimes they're scary. Yes. Yes. And, and not just, you know, to the outside world, but to the inside world. People say things to themselves. And I, th I think that that's where you're coming from. It's like we have this internal dialogue going on in there. And yes. that guides the direction of our life. Yes. And so does. when you're empowering women, what you're, what you're, what I hear that you're saying is that you're up against this conversation that may be taking people this way when they really want to go this way. Yes, uh, that's uh, you've summed that up really, really well. That's exactly what uh, you know. What my intentions are. Yeah, mm -hmm. interesting. Wow. Well, thank you for doing that. It's a very <laughs> big responsibility and a big job yeah. because. It is. Yeah. So why not? Why not, guys? You, are you leaving? I, I yeah, we do. Yes, I do. No, it is because the topic is so big. If you if you looked at domestic abuse alone, one in three women domestic abuse, and so do men. The number is fairly equal now. Uh, it's just the uh, uh, the males do not speak about it openly as females do. But 
there is so much toxicity in this world within the human race and it, it just i i cannot i am so compelled to be involved i cannot just sit back because i've had the taste of it and it's very toxic and it's just so damaging to our bodies mm -hmm. so why not men of course we, we do help men there are a number of men who, who I have conversations with and they can call me. But my my sheer focus is on women because I am a woman. I can understand a woman far more than I can a male, you know? Uh, and, and I'm not being, you know, uh, uh, dogmatic about it. It's just I can relate to a woman because I'm a woman. And woman is affected by domestic abuse so much more on a deeper level than a man mm. where security and safety is concerned yeah. uh, women can't just get up and leave and men can mm -hmm. so yes we do I am, I am not prejudiced against men uh we do help but my focus is on females as a profession yeah yeah that's great and so all right so let's go back once upon a time so then you were born and then what happened <laughs> 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 do you have time for this <laughs> well give us a you know the uh the, the reader's digest i'm aging myself you still even make that book yes, you alive, reader's digest. It used to be the condensed version of story oh, my editor is probably pulling her hair out it's only a, a chapter i contributed and uh, uh, i have done three versions of it and every time she's saying okay i'll edit that and i'll give her a new version and she must be thinking angela i'm gonna kill you <laughs> 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 because i have learned so much i have experienced so much so uh, i was born in kent uh, which is also known as the garden of england <laughs> so uh, um a flower was born <laughs> yeah, <I like> Buddha. <laughs> yes and um uh, you know uh, my mother was very ill so my parents separated uh when i was uh, around three years old and uh, i didn't connect with my mother my mum and dad completely divorced and lived apart and my mum moved on and i was looked after by my aunt and my grandmother and um, I, I first met my uh, biological mother when I was 16. We didn't connect. Uh, she suffered a huge trauma for losing her only child. And she said, you're a grown woman, you know, and she treated me uh, not unkindly, but I couldn't connect with her because I was seeing her as a grown, some strange woman. And uh, she was looking at me as somebody, she's not a baby, she's a, she's a grown up girl. And you know she she suffered from epilepsy mm. and a wonderful partner and who looked after her really really well and my visit just erupted uh, the pain it brought everything to the surface so i thought the most kind thing to do was just let her be and let her live her life and i i will never know if she's you know dead or alive and mm. uh, so that that was that and i had a a very horrific episode with my stepmother i just wanted a family like everybody else you know when you're young you just want everything to be like everybody else's and i wanted her to be my mom and she just uh, wasn't interested and mm -hmm. took such a humbridge 
and hatred towards me. It was so evident and I just thought I, I want out. So I traveled to India for a couple of years and um, uh, I came back. I suffered some level of toxicity because I wasn't a child anymore. Uh, I was a growing up uh, young girl and attracted wrong attention. Um, escaped rape, if you like. I, I was molested by um, a family member uh, because you live in close proximity and it's not easily detected and you would not question, you know, a family member uh, molesting you and you wouldn't dare speak up about it openly. So, and uh, I, I was um, um, also, you know, there were financial benefits, anybody who looked after me because, uh, and I didn't like that. I was almost like, you know, a product that everybody wanted to look after because of the financial benefit. And uh, it was, I, in, I got involved in one of my long-term serious relationship and I was uh, I was put you know um treated as a trophy wife and uh, it's 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 that you know the negativity that comes uh, uh from being attractive if you like from being a woman and uh, being independent woman and everybody wants you but there is a price to pay for that you know so I experienced a lot of that and uh, in the middle of the toxicity I wanted to finish my education so I thought I have to carry on until I understand how I'm going to manage this and come out of it. That meant having huge financial loss so um, uh, I've completed my studies, come out of the toxic relations and I am booming once again. Mm. So, so what did you study in, in college and university? Uh, I studied, my discipline was aviation, so it was uh, uh, airport operations management, yeah. Aviation, that's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> you know, I mean, like compared to what I'm doing now, which is this and working on uh, my my life plan thing, that's a long story, but, you know, I studied audio engineering. I was a, I was a microphone geek, right? Okay. <laughs> and you're making good use of it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... But yeah, I mean, so did you ever work in the in that industry? Yes, I did. Uh, I've spent many years in the commercial airports and general aviation, uh, and we were uh, managed uh, flying school um, in in the south and uh, flown at different places. I hold uh, a private pilot's license, so uh, I've travelled some parts in Europe and Ireland and all over England. So I've had uh, some exciting uh, episodes in my life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cool. So, okay, so traveling abroad, let's talk about that. I mean, this is called Person Behind the Passion, right? So who is this woman, Angela B. Sprague? Have you traveled extensively? I mean, what were some of the places? Well, I've been to America. We've, uh, have you been to uh, Chicago? We've visited many airports. Uh, no, I haven't been to Chicago yet. <laughs> Not yet. We've uh, been to like Arizona, Sedona, Washington, um, where else? Atlanta. Uh, we, we were visiting a lot of uh, the, like the main um, airports in sure. the US. Okay. So we got to the commercial airports from the inside, from the tower and the runways and uh, everything. That was really, really exciting. Been to Canada, been to India, been traveled in most of Europe mm. so uh, 
Um, I, I've stopped traveling because the writing and speaking is, uh, and the COVID happened. So uh, uh, ideally, I like to have, uh, you know, one holiday on my own and one for networking. Mostly my holidays end up getting used for networking abroad. Yeah. So, so I understand what you mean. Like, so I traveled a lot also. And like I can say, I was in Tokyo airport. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say it again. How would it was? How would that help you, Tokyo Airport? <laughs> right. But you know, flying from Chicago to I think it was California, then over the over Alaska, right. over to, to you know into Tokyo, then to get over to uh, Australia was the finer final final destination so you've visited loads of places in in the same <laughs> in the same direction of flight <laughs> yeah yeah you can say, yeah, you yep, can say absolutely that. so okay where's your your happy place i mean are you a city girl a mountain girl a beach girl or where, where do you feel like or it just depends i i just love everything I, I love um, uh, I love my water, my sea. I love that. I love the forest. I love the mountains. So I am I'm a nature person. I love uh, anything to do with natural stuff. So I, I I do a lot of walking. I love walking. I love walking in in the woods and you know uh, dense uh, forests. I love all that mm -hmm. and uh, I love the mountains. I I, I am. I wouldn't say, you know, if I was to label myself, which I don't, I try to stay away from labeling. But if I did uh, label myself, I'm more of a suburban country girl than a city girl. I could never be a city girl. <laughs> I like to go to the city to celebrate and then come back <laughs> to my country life. So you wouldn't like to hang out and pick a daily circus? Oh my goodness, no. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I go there for events. I go there to meet for lunches, for parties, but that's it. Yeah. No one, I couldn't live there. No. <laughs> it's an exciting place when you're there. When I visit friends, I'm like, oh my God, London is so beautiful. And But no, I, I don't want to live there. No. Yeah. I remember yeah. when I was there back in my, my 20s that I yeah. got on the train called the Tube tube yeah in the tube and you know I'm oh, yeah. Down, yeah and then i'd get on the tube and then we'd go and i'd see something and i would stop i'd get off i'd run up go hang out up there for a little while and then I'd go back down i think there was i can't remember how many layers there was it was just like i got to a place where i was like i don't know where the hell i am <laughs> <laughs> what is this place <laughs> I ended up in some bar, someplace, a pub, you know, and uh, finally made it back to the uh, the bus and got back to where I was going. Because anyway, it uh, was fun. I know that um, there are lots of fun, exciting things to do in, in London and around. So it's a really dynamic place. Um, Very much. I, I, you know, I know it's like Chicago, but now with COVID, it's like everything is just shut down. It's so sad. Yeah. Um, what do you do? I'm like, okay, free time. Uh, I don't know if you have a lot of that. That's one of those trick questions. One, one of my teachers said one time, I said, well, so what do you do in your free time? He looked at me and he's like, what are you talking about? There's no free time. 
It's 24 hours of key. You know, it keeps going. Where's, where's the free part? <laughs> I'm like, okay. But yeah, I mean, do you like them? You read book reader, puzzle person? Are you. Uh, so you didn't snoop around that much then. You didn't snoop around that much. I have a, a, a reading club called House of Readers. So okay. I read, yes, I, I read and try to encourage. I love reading poetry. I love reading books. And uh, so that is a bit, it's something passionate I do, a bit like what you do here. So um, what I do, I, I also play golf and uh, I walk. Uh, I love going to the gym, although I haven't done so for a month and I'm totally out of routine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have this on, on, on tape, okay? <laughs> We're gonna put it on the news. In fact, thank you. <laughs> I have not. I have not done proper exercise for the whole of August, and the September is almost coming in the middle because I, you know, the some writing projects just took over, and I had just no time left. Mm. So I'm doing very little walking in, in comparison. But I will. This was my busiest, mega busiest week. And uh, so I resume again from the weekend. My training starts again. So mm -hmm. I'll be all right. Paint us a picture. So, so with your your passion for empowering women and girls, what what are you mentioned the the writing? What are give us some examples of things that you're you're doing the busiest week of my you know life right now? So, what are some of the things that you're doing that that do help empower women and girls? It's, we have uh, a group which is a little bit quiet at the moment because of the COVID. The idea was that we have uh, like a once a month meeting where uh, women of, you know, who are experiencing challenging times, domestic abuse could be one of them, but who just need help to stand on their feet. And the idea is you come to my church hall because it was a very competitive rate for booking so you know uh, it is easy place to get to so we have a physical place to visit and connect and that has stopped altogether when we started it we had to cancel all the bookings for because of covid and we've got the second wave coming in so that's not happening so at the moment we're just connecting on the people who are within the network and helping them that way and we have a women kind cafe is called our meet and uh, so if uh, uh, like even young girls who are starting businesses and if i know them and uh, and the idea is you connect them if you don't have the skill to help them you connect them with the uh, people in your trusted network mm. so we're building a, a network called advantage women network Great. And that is my website, one of the websites. And where we put uh, all the people we have worked with and we trust and, you know, we have had experience so that these people, when they feel like they want to give, you know, give something back to the community, I have their profiles placed on the website and uh, anybody I feel like who is deserving to be on that site then we'll know who who is in my network. So if they need a coaching in certain thing, in business, startups, uh, mindset, anything, they mm -hmm. see the person that's closest to them, you know, in, in location, and they connect with that because on my network is trusted network only. I don't just, uh, you know, put people in for the sake of it. So sure. we are 
building a global network so it's women helping women we can't do one person can't do everything so it's the network it's creating a strong network to connect women of uh, business to mm -hmm. help help women who are coming into business the idea is to get women to stand on their own feet so they're financially free so they can make their own choices and be independent mm -hmm. wow well we have lots of stuff in common <laughs> should we do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah right well I mean, that's really what this is all about i mean my purpose chosen purpose is to improve our world for all of us absolutely doing this thing called the self-achievement network well, now we're giving people the opportunity to discover their passion if they don't know what it is yeah. um, my course is called life plan um, and then to share their passion which is what we're doing right now and then we have these subgroups around that yes. allow people to evolve their passion so it's to share i mean to discover share and evolve their passion yeah. and um, utilizing the other people in the group and you know i think that it's great that you know there's a lot of networks all over the planet they're very badly needed to give people that, you know, opportunity or I mean, maybe we should say local, sometimes local opportunity because we need to have that. And yeah, so great. I, I, I'm so like not only intrigued, but proud and thankful that you're doing that because it's so Thank badly you. needed. It is. It's, you know, when I started to go into networking, I, I got very addicted addicted to it in a way because i did this networking marketing course and i thought marketing is all about psychology and psychology is my favorite subject although i haven't studied it fully but i am so intrigued by it and but there are so many sharks out there you know mm. these individuals who need help so they invest money and they end up being with the wrong people who don't they just want to take their money and money that they don't have so I thought, no, I, you know, I lost so much over it. And I thought, no, I, I have to do something about it because yeah. that is so much needed. One of the reasons why people can't get out of domestic abuse because they are, they are dependent financially on their abuser. So, you know, the last thing I want is them losing more money that, that they don't have and they can't yeah. get out. So yeah. uh, it, it's a, it's such a huge thing. Uh, there is no way I could do that on my own. No mm. way. You know, I wouldn't even begin. It's a global issue. It's not just uh, one country. It's not uh, dependent on, it's nothing to do with cultural background or anything. It's yeah. a global issue that needs great attention. So mm. I'm doing my bit in a small way that I can. Mm -hmm. Wow. People really do need to learn how to stand on their own two feet, but they need not but and what they need is a lot of guidance from people who have been through it. Yes. So um, again, great work. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> I'm inviting you back, by the way. Oh, really? You're coming back and you're going to have some topic discussions so that we can, you know, delve into this a little bit deeper because if there's, I mean, what you're doing is such a diverse topic you know it's, it's too big it's too big yeah it's gigantic and you know so um please um come back and let's uh, do some topic discussions and, and do that i have a great background not so in good. psychology but in self-actualization which is yeah. worked with people for 20 some odd years and we've done a lot of work with families and individuals but anyway so um can you cook
no. <laughs> I have to tell you about this. I have to tell you about this. <laughs> no, I promise no personal questions, but back. I have always, I, you know, from the beginning of time, my um, dad always cooked, right? And my dad always said, focus on your studies. You know, you don't need to worry about it. I used to love, you know, cleaning up and everything. And I always thought, you know, I saw some women and it's almost like it's a, it's a role. It's an automated role for a woman to cook for the husband. I thought, no way, that ain't happening to me. <laughs> so, so I thought, I'm only going to date guys who can cook. <laughs> That's discrimination. <laughs> I don't care. It's a personal choice. <laughs> so, uh, let me see your resume. <laughs> Cooking? Okay. <laughs> we'll consider that's, that's not it. <laughs> see, I've never been on any of those dating sites. I wonder if that's one of those things that they, they put on there. Probably. <laughs> I can cook. Dominic, there was a post a couple of days ago of a guy, I'm a single man looking for a woman. Can I have a picture of the recent sandwich you made? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. So that'd be something like what I would do, you know? <laughs> oh, you can only come home if you're going to cook. <laughs> so I've always, I've always ended up being with fellas who could cook. So there, there was a time, like for 10, 20 years, I've, I've never been in the kitchen, just don't have time for it. So uh, there you go. I can cook. I, yeah. I, I, I can cook, uh, but I don't have the time. <laughs> yeah, I know some of these people that can cook. They can boil water and put pasta <laughs> in and strain it. Open the jar, <laughs> pour it in. I can cook. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. We eat salads. We don't need to cook salads, surely. Yeah, okay. You're one of those kind of people that could burn water. <laughs> cook it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to turn the fire <laughs> off and it boiled the, all the water down and burnt the pan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. People. See what we are up against here in the self Human Network is that we find some of these people we don't know what to do with them. <laughs> you know, when I cook, when I volunteer to cook, I usually forget because I'm on the phone. <laughs> so then I'm rushing around like, oh my God, did you check the time? <laughs> so that's why I'm laughing so much because it's, uh, yeah, I, I can burn water. Yeah, definitely. You're, you're a riot. Uh, thank you, Durga. <laughs> you brought me a live one. Um, so, okay, so like, think about, uh, tell us about your vision maybe in the next year or two years. You mentioned a book that's coming. Um, where do you see yourself in a couple of years and what do you see yourself doing? I was doing a webinar today and uh, somebody in our circle found, uh, you know, he was gathering information to see how many years of work experience you've had and uh, mine mounted up to 26 years so i have been in uh, i've had 26 years of work experience alone so i was so i i made a uh, powerpoint slide what is my next 26 years gonna be oh, like cool. 
you know. So yeah. the idea is that I do want to achieve my doctorate in surface transport. That is also I do. Um, I'm involved in transport and I want to uh, do a doctorate in passenger transport, focusing on the passenger side of things in two industries. So that is one of the visions. I would like to be international speaker and I would just like to excel in uh, the audio recordings that I'm doing, like uh, audio book readings. I'm a voiceover artist as well. So Wow. Uh, like I a lot of voiceovers. So Yes, voiceovers, yes. So uh, um, I'm recording some articles and books at the moment for uh, people in the network. Uh, like to continue with that, and uh, I, I do want to have a stronger part uh, to play to abolish orphanage and abolish, um, you know, the toxicity against women and children. That is, those are the three things that touch me the most. I, I mm -hmm. really. I don't see why we have orphans. I just don't understand why we have them. You know, we are so-called an intelligent society and we can't solve basic problems. To me, a child, every child should have a home, a safe home. And why do we have so many crime against children and against women? It's just, it's dire situation. And I go right into it and I try, to avoid that mm -hmm. but it, it, it just um it just ignites me on a deeper level i i just i don't understand it i, I want to be i want to play a stronger part in that role mm -hmm. and where does you, what is your book title the collaborative book that we're doing there's two of them coming out it's the uh, uh series two of growth hacking book which is ah, yes you know you might have seen it Durga's involved in that yeah uh, and um the other one is Life's Chrysalis. They are transformational stories by Kamala, who I am going to nominate uh, to be here because her, uh, her goal is to bring healing through writing. So her stories truly transform people. And she is an amazing person. So that is one person I would recommend. Um, so her book will be coming great out. Pleasure. I collaborated towards that, and my my book will be coming out. It's, it's all to do with transport, which I think I might run out of time this year. But hope I hope to um, complete it end of this year or beginning beginning of next year. Mm -hmm. Okay, think about breakthroughs that you've had in your life, whatever they may be. I don't know. Um, Areas, an area sometime maybe you were struggling and then all of a sudden she broke through to the other side. What what would you say was would be one of your biggest breakthroughs? Uh, I think my biggest, which uh, nothing prepared me for that, um, was to when I when I there was a self-realization that uh, yes, domestic abuse happened to me and I could not accept that domestic abuse can happen to a person like me because I am not your average human being. I am so strong. I am, you know, um, an iron woman, if you like. And uh, I, I have never uh, been dependent on anyone or any man. And uh, as strong as I was, it happened to me. 
And I could not deal with that for a number of years. And, uh, and then I didn't realize how deeply I was wounded. I was actually coaching a man, would you believe? I was coaching a man because they had a lot of uh, physical abuse happen to them in their childhood. So they were, we were, you know, we would talk on deeper level and uh, their healing was evident. And with it came mine because I didn't realize how bruised, how hurt, how wounded I was. So that was a breakthrough that recognizing that I have now uh, been physically affected and to let go. Um, I have never been connected emo uh, like emotionally with any other human being. I've, I'm very much, uh, uh, I know exactly what I want. If you don't fit in, you get cut off. I was very ice cold person like that. I didn't have time for bull. I didn't have time for time wasters. So I managed to attach myself in the most deep level uh, with a person that I loved so deeply and who became my abuser. And to disconnect from that, that was extremely difficult, extremely difficult. And, uh, and then I, uh, I was, um, you know, I, I, I ended up separating, which was a huge, huge task. And, uh, and then that person passed on because they had uh, physical um, ailments. And uh, that family hid his death. And uh, I, I wasn't allowed to attend the funeral because I abandoned him. And if you can imagine, Dominic, the only one human being who is the closest person to your heart who is your other half almost, and you're not allowed to attend their funeral. <laughs> and that, uh, and, and, and you know, there's me trying to recover from uh, uh, traumatic domestic abuse. And on top of that, I had to deal with that. I, I have never, the only reason that was difficult because I've never attached myself in a deep relationship. So that was the huge transformation for me. Mm -hmm. Wow. I was just having this little conversation in my head while you were talking about, at least when you said letting go, you know, it was described to me one time that, that you know, we, we carry around, really not so much carry around, but we, we are pulling around like this wagon full of yeah. mm -hmm. stuff, rocks, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. and, and people spend so much time like going through the all the stuff, you know, when all you have to do is just like, let go of the handle. Yes. And um, that was a great insight for me because, you know, I was in my younger years, one of those that just, you know, I wanted to get to the bottom of all the stuff and figure it out. And why did I do that? And why didn't I do this? And blah, 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 blah. And she did this for that reason. And blah, blah, blah. I was just like, <laughs> just let go of the handle, man. Yeah. Yes. You know, and it's because even though like, if, if, if we found out there are all these different reasons of what we're at the bottom, what's that going to do for us? We still at some point have to ultimately let go anyway. Yes. Yeah. So good for you. Great insight. And Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, that puts a lot of, uh, you know, battle scars. <laughs> it, but no, no regrets. 
Yeah. No regrets whatsoever. Because <clears throat> to me, I I am all about learning and I, I am not afraid of uh, uh, exposing my vulnerability. I am not at all. And I learn under harsh conditions really well. And uh, the, har the hardest part in this life for me was attachment. And I was taught how to be emotional, emotionally attached because mm -hmm. I just thought, you know, when women complain about a headache, I just thought that was weakness. Only weak women complain about headaches. That is, that was how, that's how I used to be. You know, how can you get headache? I don't get headache. Why do you get headache? My attitude was very, you know, don't yeah. be so weak. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I understand. So if you had the, what, what message would you like to give to humanity? Just love. It's so much easier. Just love and respect. <laughs> Just don't be toxic. You know, I have evolved so much, Dominic. I couldn't hate my enemy. I never could hate anybody. It's so hard work. It's so heavy. You know, just just let go. Let things be. Just be kind. It's so much easier. Life mm. is so much easier when you're in a happy state. I I am so happy all of the time. Um, you know, it inspires some people. It actually annoys some people, would you believe? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole fun of it, is annoying people. <laughs> yes. My cousin-in-law is like, you shouldn't be this happy. Like, why are you so happy? <laughs> so, uh, but some people just think, oh, Andrew, love you. And I'm just happy. You know, yeah. I've always been happy. So yeah. it's so much easier. Life is just such a is such magic when you're in a happy state. I, I, I just, oh, toxicity, lying, battles, it's so hard work for me. I couldn't even, I don't even go there. I don't even stand close to the people when people are gossiping and when people are talking, yub, 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 yub. oh, it's, I, I stay clear from all of that. I don't want that infecting my energy. Yeah, I like gossiping about the gossipers. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Give me a shout. <laughs> Let's get together and talk about the people that talk about other people. <laughs> uh, wait, you, you've got it great, haven't you? You can talk about anything. That's why you created this network. That's right. That's right. So, okay, well, all right. So um, make sure that I have the links to the important places that you would like people to go to and, and learn more about who you are. And um, let's set up a time for you to uh, come back and, and, and do some topic discussions. I think it would be great. Uh, Durga is, uh, is committed. She had, they, I guess they had some power problems in their house and she's been, yeah, I'm not sure if that's completely done, but um, she's going to come back and she's going to do a little meditation class for us. And she said, yeah, she said, yeah. They've they've had uh, they had some damage because of the storm, and then she right. uh, one of the bar fell on her head, and uh, she had some incurred some injury. So she's on recovery, but uh, it has really destabilized her schedule. But she's doing well. Yeah. Good. Glad to hear that. Okay. Back. Thank you so much for the invitation. Yeah, it'll be fun. Let's schedule it offline and, and, and come yeah. up with some some topics and we'll post it because it's great. People want to know more about what you do. And, you know, th this is, um, 
to me again is like one of the most powerful things that we can do is to, to empower people and and to you know help give at least give them some guidance from the experience that we had ourselves Absolutely. and that way and from people that they can trust and this is one of the big things that you know that i always say you know the per the reason why we have this 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 thing called person behind the passion mm -hmm. is to give people that the opportunity the members the opportunity to get to know you who sure. you are right as a real person yes you no know, you you know mm -hmm. you, you don't exercise you can't cook um what else do you want to know? You always say, why do you need to learn how to cook when a man can do it for you? It's like, why do you need to learn how to fix a car? That's what a men are for. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's, that's all we're good for. Fix the car. <laughs> well, other things can't be mentioned right now. <laughs> oh, that's great. But yeah, I mean, you're so talented. And uh, I, I want to say to Durga, thank you for paying it forward because that, that's what this is all about, you know, giving people that that opportunity. So thank you so much, Angela, for being with me today and for sharing yourself and your story and being authentic and genuine and for your laughter, your giggle. It's a little infectious, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get that. Thank you so much, Dominic. It's so pleasure. It's, it's been such a pleasure and love to be back. Thank you so much. Okay, this will post. And then um, when I get back to my desk, I have to do a couple of quickie things like this, and that'll convert it to a, an audio. That'll I'll sure. post the link for that, and that goes out to I think it's twelve different sure. podcast platforms, so everybody can watch it while they're driving <laughs> without having to, you know. Yeah. Sure. So okay, very Thank good. You very much. Be well from all of us here in the Self Achievement Network. Have fun. <laughs> inspired. Be kind, all that cool stuff. Okay, take care. Bye-bye for now.